Hey man, this is Hovey, and you watching the Rapzilla Pin Game. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Check the pin game, check the pin game. Got your favorite rappers going insane. Then we run the gauntlet like the end game. So what you waiting for? Check the pin game. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Justin Sarachik, editor-in-chief of Rapzilla.com, and we are here with another episode of Pen Game 101. And I'm here with my panelists, Elijah Matos, Richard Cutright, and Freddie Hicks. Shout out to Luke DiMarzio, who's here in spirit. Uh, we miss you, Luke, but we got Freddie, so we good. So anyway, we, we have Holby coming on later, and we are doing his Keep Breathing initiative, which as of right now is only two singles. But I have a hunch that Holby is going to tell us a little bit more about this. So Pen Game 101, obviously we got the pen. What is the pen? We're gonna break down and we're gonna review the tracks. Then we got the actual game. The artist is gonna join us, Holby, and he's gonna play the game with us. And then 101, he's gonna take us to school. We're gonna ask him some questions. He's gonna tell us some things about his project, his songs and everything that's going on. So right now, let's kick it off with the pen. And uh, Eli, start us off with the pen. What are your first thoughts on his track, The Other Side? Yeah, man, so Other Side, the the... I think the lyric there, the bar that stuck with me the most had to have just been this visual of I seen the other side of the mountain. For me personally, it brought me back to um, sort of the closing of Exodus where Moses is standing before the promised land right before he passes. He's not able to enter, but um, he God grants him the ability to just look at the promised land, look at what um, Israel was working towards for the past 40 years. So I think Colby's kind of, he's bringing some of that into it where it's like, man, he's climbed this mountain already there. And not just him, but... Um, people in general, we're all experiencing a certain level of challenges, but we've already made it to the peak and we've seen the other side. So uh, I think it's all about just realizing how God is bringing us through even the most challenging circumstances and trusting in his sovereignty to um, lead us and, and let us see the glory of what's to come. Word, 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 word. So I, I agree wholeheartedly, you know what I'm saying? I think this mug was spicy. Like the hook is super sick and like catchy. Like, the, like if coronavirus was a sound, it would be this song. Um, and you know, the beat was tough. He kind of sounded like, like the postman though, in the first part of the hook, like I had to check the mailbox was like, hello, Mr. Postman, how you doing? I mean, but that's probably due to the raspy nature uh, of his tone there. What's so crazy is the second verse when he started talking about Amal Arby's murder and how it affected him and weighed on him. Uh, and he kept going to touching on systematic racism and the prison system. I got respect for this man a hundredfold. He dropping bars, encouraging people, speaking on justice, all while commanding the wave like he Aquaman over there. He just kept swimming with the wave, you know what I'm saying, in there, bro. I, I, I expect that 100%. Probably be the greatest description of his track that he will ever hear. Uh, no, honestly, like, the part that stuck with me the most is just the keep climbing, keep climbing. Because, like, literally, that's so important for people. Because, you know, you hear about artists talk about their struggles and stuff, and you hear them say that they have issues. And they'll touch on it and go. But what Hovey did was he actually encouraged the listener. He said, yo, keep climbing. Like, just keep going. And that that's big for me because in this whole season of quarantine and stuff, there's been some moments where I'm just like, yo, God, is this where you need me to be at right now? And he'll confirm it. But, you know, whenever you hear, like, an artist listen to tell you, you know, I understand, keep going. Like, I see, like, like, like Eli just said, like, I see the other side of the mountain. Like, keep climbing. That's, um, I feel like a lot of people need to hear that and understand that these artists aren't just big people who just don't, you know, experience life. 
they go bro. through struggles also. Yo, that was almost like the little engine that could of Christian hip hop, bro. Like, right, the kid climbing, a chugga, 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 <laughs> chugga, kid climbing. That was it, bro. So Cuts compared this man to Aquaman, little engine that could, and with the Just Keep Swimming thing, he's also Dory. So, Halvey, you're a multifaceted dude already. Sure. Heaven Up Above is a really interesting one just because um, the, between the visuals, the sound, the, the tone Halvey singing, all of it is just so overwhelmingly happy. You know, that's so strange in 2020 where it's like everyone's all sad and everyone's worried about coronavirus and protests and all these things that are very big social issues. And it's not that Hovey's ignoring those because he says, I know the pains here, but the love is too. And I think Hovey with Heaven Up Above between the visuals and just the song itself knows how to strike sort of this perfect center point where it's like, man, we can acknowledge everything that's going on, but not just totally dismiss the fact that God is... Um, and control through all of it and there's still love and there's still things to be happy about you know exactly exactly sir uh there's a lot of things to be happy about uh, especially this track is one thing to be happy about i really really dug this joint it gave me like early be wreath be right be wreath vibes but i could also hear like a drop of jersey in there somewhere it was like just a dash it was like this and it was like dash, just a dash just a dash of jersey in there you know what i'm saying uh but the hook uh was was phenomenal. I feel like usually a record where the sample just keeps on repeating itself, like this beat did, would be annoying. But the lo-fi feel combined with the almost velvety smooth white chocolateness of Harvey's voice, added to the instrumentation of the beat, uh, made it super replayable. And I actually listened to it like four times in a row before I actually noticed that I was still listening to it. And then I listened to it one more time, just because. You know, even in the happy song. So I was on his Instagram live. Like he pre he previewed this on Instagram live, and I heard this. I remember, I texted y'all. I said, "Whole new Hobie song coming soon." But literally, I played it. And that sample joint was nice. I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna sing, but y'all know what it sounds like. Um, and you know, he's talking about having peace outside and how people are mourning because he understands that we're going like this. Like life right now isn't peachy. Like nothing right now is the way that it's supposed to be, at least in our perspective. But of course, God is in control. But in that same perspective, you know, he's he's calling and he's crying out for heaven to open down, you know, open the windows of heaven, pour down your blessings, overflow. That's what he he just kind of, you know, flipped that song, said heaven up above, show me all your love. I couldn't find a way until you made it. And, you know, in this time, a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, which way are they, what are they supposed to be doing? What are they supposed to be doing with their life? Because it feels like their life is worthless and we have to ultimately trust in God to make that way. And that's what Hobie is talking about in this song. Here's an exclusive track for y'all. Only, only we've heard it. It's called Reasons, and it's featuring Lecrae. And it doesn't come out till 2021, but we got it, and we're going to tell you about it. But for all you old reach heads who want them to start preaching on tracks, I think this is a pretty good modernization of that concept. I think uh, this one represents really good openness and vulnerability from both of these guys. Holvey opens up about his grandfather's death when he was younger and just being concerned about... Um, whether or not he's going to heaven. I think that's just such an honest concern, particularly from a young person. Lecrae's got stuff about shootouts and having people he knows locked up and all, all that placed in contrast, the image of him being forced to his knees and just praying to God in lament, but also in praise. So I think there's a sense of openness and affirmation of who God is in the track, um, even amid all the chaos. So, uh, you know, I think it wor also works perfectly in like the post-restoration era, right? Where Lecrae has brought together all the things that he's been over the past 20 something or not 20, but over a decade of music. Um, I think it works really well and it combines everything we've heard from him 
on restoration and brings it into reasons. I really like this honesty approach uh, that Hovey has with his music. Like these bars here, he said, I spent late nights. I was scared to die. I didn't want to see the grave. I was playing games with my heartbeat instead of slowing down just to pray. Like those bars have spoken for many of us at one time, including yours truly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then he comes to himself like the prodigal in the pig pen. Uh, run around the same circles don't make you feel brand new. Or laying out the revelation that most of us came to before uh, surrendering our lives to Christ. Then the super triple OG, triple OG, triple uh, cray cray uh, came through and shared some of the issues going on within his family. Cousins being locked up, his father having a Rona and a bunch of other stuff. I felt like this song, like all the others, had an underlying theme of hope. However, this song was more intentional, in my opinion, just due to the nature of the hook, the melody, and the structure of the beat. I think it most definitely continues to further showcase this young brother's uh, versatility as an artist, and I look forward to hearing like, what else he got for us. It kind of, not going to say dark, but it dealt with the hard things that we go through in life. Like, if you hear a song you mentioned to do, like, hey, yo, like, hey, yo, this song kind of go. You hear, my dad had corona. Like, wait, what? Like, hey, yo, my cousin, my friends got shot. And I relate to that because around this time last year, I lost a friend to, you know, gun violence. And around Christmas time, I lost a friend to gun violence. And to hear people talk about that in their music. And, you know, the hook was beautiful, by the way. The, the hook was beautiful. The singing, um, just the key breathing part. And I wonder if that's going to be a big one whenever, like, the album drops prayerfully. Because that one, that's, that's that's huge. Just to hear them talk about the bad things of 2020 and dwell in that. Because, you know, there's a, there's a time to cry. There's a time to be happy. And they let us know that this is a time to cry and it's okay to mourn. So that was the pen. We broke down the pen game of Holvey. We broke down the words. There wasn't much content this time for songs, but we are confident that Holvey is going to give us tons of good stuff. So here is the transition to Holvey fade. Of course, of course, our special guest of the day, Mr. Hovey of Reach Records, who is working on his Keep Breathing initiative. You've probably seen his music video for Other Side and Heaven Up Above. And he's going to tell us a little bit more about the project and the things that he's working on. And of course, we're going to play some games too. And that's it. That's Pen Game 101. So let's dive into this now and kick it off with the game it's time yo let me tell you it's time for a game called build a bar all right since you use a rapper want to see if you know what i'm saying if you got that upper echelon pin so what we're gonna do is we're gonna throw you some words and you got to come up with some rhymes from the words that we give you but ain't no so regular words ain't gonna be like b knee c p we got some words for you let's go all good. right all right right so the first word is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, definition please. Bulbasaur, the Pokemon with the vines on them. A Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur, my guy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Bulbasaur. Oh, all right, bet, all right. Uh, okay. In his faith life, in his faith life, I'm like Harry Potter meets Voldemort. Mm. I met Christ. Now I'm chopping down the Bulbasaur. Mm. Tell me, yeah, There we go. There we go. Keep on ah, coming. Okay, okay. Publix. Publix. <laughs> Let's see, man. Oh yeah. So I'm a skinny kid in the gym. I had to muscle it. The young kid 
in the meat shop like Publix. I told my brothers when I'm back in the trap meet when I run this. Um, dang, that one's bad. Run that back, run that back. Give me, give me another one. All right, all right, Colgate. Colgate? Colgate, the toothpaste. Ooh, all right. I know the science behind crap, like, I know the science behind Christ like phosphate. You clean my heart and my teeth like Colgate. I'm not a spitter right now, man. Damn, I need a beat. All right, your heart beating right now because you're on pin game 101. Keep going. All right, Damascus. That's the last one, Damascus. They're like, hey, man, where the check at? Let's have this. But the government keep trying to Damascus. Ah. I'm like, hey. Hope we keep dropping these classics. Give them the egg from out of the baskets. Ah, get up, bo, get up, bo. Oh, good, sir. Good job, though. Good job. You probably had one of the cleanest flows, you know what I mean, out here with the freestyle. That barber saw Baltimore, boy. I was like, okay, sir. That sounds good. Yeah, the Publix one, the Publix one was so familiar. I was like, I don't even know what to say. It's too familiar. Because I was like, dang, I actually worked there, man. Exactly. They, they, they threw that in on purpose. Exactly. I was so like, what even rhymes with that? Like, uh, it's a Publix. Uh, I said double, like, double X, <laughs> double X, double XL, yeah, double X, right. Publix with a couple Chop. hicks. Yeah, you know I mean, well, Freddie Hicks, Wick. we got Freddie Hicks. In oh, the that's chat. right, you Publix know, with Freddie Hicks. That's right. <laughs> Let's hit that second game right now. We got the trivia game. We're gonna put we're gonna put one minute on the clock, and that yeah. one that clock is is me. So I I usually cheat, but anyway. <laughs> So you have to run through run through these questions real quick. So Freddie, you ready? Yes, sir. Ready, Freddie. Right. Wow, Let's I can't go. believe I just said that. But all right, so we got some trivia games. So it's all old reach records. Make sure you know your stuff. All right. Yeah. So what what label was Lecrae signed to before he started Reach? Cross movement. Okay, yeah. cool. Cross Only movement. one of these CHH veterans were signed to Reach. Which one is it? The Truth, Jay Sun, Show Baraka, or Propaganda? Show Baraka. Okay, cool. What was the first album by the 116 called? Um, it was 116 Click, the compilation album, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Recite Romans 116. For I am unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is, ah, hold up. It is the power. Yeah, yeah. As a, for it is the power of God in me. Is that it? It rhymes with Dalmatian. <laughs> oh, it's the power of God and salvation. I forgot. I, I don't know the whole verse. Dude, I'll here, I'll, I'll, I'll finish it. I'll finish it. <laughs> power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Oh, that's right. See, look, now I'm going to hold you. Most of the time, I feel like people, even me, like know that first part. It's like, that's what we all said. We just know Man, the first part. So after the cray, who was Reach Records first signing? It was uh, T dot, right? Fact. Yeah. All right. Good job. Hey, that was good because I had to look up some of this stuff. Well, make sure I remember. Of all so, the yeah. ones I got wrong, I'm really, I really wish I would have got that verse right. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Nah, you good. We all just say, for I'm gonna shame the gospel for us about God's salvation. I'm gonna shame the gospel. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's crazy, the Jew and the Gentile part, though. That's real, too. We quizzed you a little bit on the older reach stuff. So now we're gonna play a game called Run It Back. We know it's not Thursday, but we're still gonna be a throwback. So first we're gonna give you an old Lecrae lyric and then we're gonna give you one of yours 
and we're going to ask you to finish both verses, but we're going to start with the craze. I'm not going to tell you what song it's from. I'm just going to give you the bars. You finish the verse. Okay. So this is the Lecrae one. Lord, kill me if I don't preach the gospel. Still in my 20s, but I'll die if I got to. Man, I'm already, I'm already dead. Lord, forget my flesh. I done been crossed over in a full court press. Hold on. Been crossed over. Court press. I'm a full, full court mess if the Lord don't use me. How's it go? How's it go? How's it go? How's it go? Finish that up for me. Running from my trials, thinking everything's groovy. If the cross don't move me, then move I don't want to breathe no more. No more. <sighs> Fine seeing Christ, yeah, partner, I don't want to see, see no, no more. more. Rep him every day. Ah, Without worrying about a bruising. Woo! Still, man. I've been in China, man. I've seen some that's real persecution. Crazy. That's an old verse, man. Dang. All right, all right. We're going to switch up. We're going to switch up. Let's do one of your tracks, Holy. All right. So... What does it matter in the end if I live my life without my family and friends? I could have a Benz and a big TV without nobody in the car, the living room seats. Take it over. Oh, this is that in the end track. Mm-hmm. Does it matter in the end if I live my life without my family and friends? I could have a Benz or a big TV with nobody in the car or the living room seats. I don't even remember. I'm dead serious. Instagram. Take the fame or the fam, Lambo or the lamb. Bro, you know something about that song? You know what I don't remember? I wrote that verse yeah. in the middle of the night. This is crazy. I wrote that verse. The reason why I don't remember this is yeah. because that song, I was in uh I was at my house in Marietta. Mm. And I felt the Lord call me to go write a song about my family. I'm in the house. I'm about to like go to sleep. I drive to the studio and finish, like, I start writing them up in the studio. And I just, that was, like, the one song, bro, that I just, like, just, like, I made it, but I didn't really sit with it. Mm. That's crazy. I have been, um, interviews, Instagram, Pit the Fame, Motor Fam, Lambo, or the Lamb. And then the hook is, like, uh, in the end, in the end, in the end, my soul. That's crazy. I said we just pushed you to go back and check out your own song. Y'all slick, man. Y'all just made me listen back to some. I forgot about I forgot about that song. Hobie ran through the games. You did pretty good, man. Every everyone who's uh, who's done the games has, has done pretty well. I know like the old stuff, then when you hit me with like uh, a whole verse, that's when I struggle. Like I know I know the history and I know the records, but I'm a I'm a sound guy, so I'll be listening to the sounds. So now this is the 101 portion of the show yeah. and game 101. You're going to give us the 101. You're, we're going to ask you questions about uh, yourself, about the project, and you're going to take us to school. That's the 101. Yeah, so yeah. We're going to kick it off with, with Cutright, who's got the first question. All right, word. So, Hovey, check it out. On the other side, right, the joint was wavy, bro. You know, it was wavy, right? Uh, you took the time to highlight the issues of injustice and racism, citing that when you saw what happened on yeah. Mars, That'll weigh heavily on you. Um, this line in particular, yeah. you know, this is my time to speak to the people who think it's okay to see black folk die. What if your son died and they told you, mama, don't cry? Right, why do you feel it's important to make room to touch on that subject matter when you had such a limited amount of space for this project? Yeah, so there's like multiple things that went into it. First thing, which I have to like nod my hat to, 
was when I was doing the record and I sent it to Ace, our A&R, he was like, bro, like, you should really, because he knew, he knows that what I, I have a heart for it. And he was like, bro, you should really touch on, like, what's going on. And then, like, the moment he said that, I tapped in and started writing it. Obviously, it just came out of me. And so I feel like one of the reasons, like, that it really hits home for me and I feel like I needed to touch on it was, like, that happened in my hometown. And so, like, that just created, like, I mean, so much stuff happened in my hometown with that, like, you know, like, protests and, like, people that really, like, rose up from what happened. But it also hit personally for me because he's from my hometown. And for me, I'm from, I'm, a, I'm not black. I'm a white dude. So, for me, I'm, like, thinking about it and reflecting on myself. And it, it can just, it's crazy when you see it from another perspective and something like that something that drastic happens, it really forces you to step into somebody's shoes. So for me, I was like, man, like, I just, I wanted to give perspective. Like, that line about, like, you know, like, what if somebody told, like, like, what if somebody told you mama don't cry? Like, it's like, it hits home, it hits different like that when it's in your own lane. Like, what if, like, if I had a son and he got killed, like, I feel like I would be, I don't, I don't even know, like, what I would be thinking or feeling you know I feel like it, it would just hurt so much and so yeah I just wanted to get to the sobering fact that it's it's so deep and it's like man like we have to be able to resonate with like people's hearts like in pain because like Jesus did that like he met people where they were at but then he but then he called them higher and so for me I just I wanted to shed light but, but in a way that points them to him so I don't know. I just needed people to resonate. I need, I wanted people not needed, but I wanted people to resonate with that the way that I was able to in that season. Cause it did hurt me for real. Yeah. Hovey, I think uh, one of the things that we've all been um, encouraged by, especially in these three tracks is your particular heart for Christ and how explicit you are with that. Um, so based on just who you are and what you're thinking right now, I noticed on October 4th, you tweeted out, this is a call to everybody involved in CHH. Let's drop the politics. Let's drop the world's concept of success and lift each other up. Let's get back to Christ. Let's get back to what he does in our hearts. We family. And you clarified it wasn't about the politics of government, but the treatment of one another within the CHH space. Yeah. So, yeah. So the question really is just, can you talk to us a little more about what a Christ and collaboratively focused CHH looks like to you and what artists need to do to get there? Honestly, I think first it's like defining like what you're in it for. So for me, it's like, dang, like, if I have the opportunity to do this, then I'm going to do it for him, first of all. Then with that, the next part is the people around you. So it's like, okay, if you're doing it for him, how are you, like, incorporating that with people around you? Like, what's y'all's goals when y'all are creating or when y'all are around each other? So I have multiple artist friends, and something that I've noticed and some of my friends have started to notice is, like, man, there's, like, a sense of, like, competition that's happening that's like like think about this like people call it christian hip-hop and like if we want to label ourselves that if that's like what you want to go under then you have to hold yourself to like christ's standard like our our standard like of trying to have worldly success is not it's just not what god like calls for like i don't know how else to put it so for me it's just like man like what does it look like to create in a room and like ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you or like, like the other day, like, bro, like God put on my heart to like take a communion 
um, before we did like some sessions for some stuff and like, man, like it was so beautiful and so much different than what I've seen in sessions because it's based on his heart, not on like making a record just to make one. Like there's a season where I, that I've been through where I was just making songs just to make them. And that, it just doesn't, I don't know. It just, it doesn't touch people and it doesn't move me. And so, not, and I'm not saying there's not a place for that or there's not a time to have fun, but more so it's like, man, we need to check our hearts on like, what are we in it for? Because if we're in it for the wrong reasons, we're going to treat people like garbage. And pe- and the artists around us really are people. Like, So I feel like, too, that's another thing. We're very political because we identify each other as artists and we miss out on the heart. Like people are going through stuff. Like music is a Band-Aid for a lot of people. And I feel like, if we're not careful, we're going to see that Band-Aid and glorify it instead of realizing that there's issues behind it. You know what I mean? You talk about music being a Band-Aid for people. You know, your song and your music, even from, like, when I first heard you, it was Motions. And then you drop, like, you know, other side. And it's like, keep climbing, keep climbing. So, like, my question is, like, your song seemed to be appealing to those who are going through hard times and struggles. Um seeing that, you know, musicians and artists often talk about what they go through in their music also. How would you describe your mental state throughout this whole season of COVID and the protests and everything? There's been, like, different seasons, but that season specifically, I I was just trapped in my mind, like, not surrendering my mind to him. And so that stuff was, like, beating me up. Like, there definitely was times during COVID I was thriving with him because I was, like, being disciplined. But to be honest, like during that stuff, like it, it rocked me hard and it messed me up because I wasn't rooted. My heart and my mind, I wasn't governing my mind from my spirit. So like my mind was just like in a jumble. <laughs> like, to be honest, man, I don't really know how else to put it. Like it was just in a jumble and I was trying to finish an album, which God was blessing. And he was still working in my heart and I was growing. But at the same time, there was little key things that I wasn't doing mentally. Like, like I wasn't. I was letting my mind control me instead of me, like instead of my spirit controlling my mind. So when all that stuff went down, like it was just a bunch of confusion and you know what I mean? Like handling it the wrong way in my head. Like what happened to people like it was wrong. Like what happened to a mod was wrong and it hurts. But at the same time, what you have to be careful of is not to let the darkness put you in a place where there's no light. Because like, I was like, boxing my my mind like in and just feeling like man like where are we gonna what are we gonna do like and it hurts but it's like man like we have to keep in mind how good God is and we have to keep in mind like that we that he's the answer to our pain so yeah I was just stuck in my mind at that time just being honest like I don't um so we right it's the next thing I just want to talk about on reasons right how you was mm-hmm. talking about playing games with your heartbeat instead of slowing down to pray even even like before this, uh, before the Zoom call had started, you know, you was like, hey, before we jump in it, you know, like, can we pray? Like how important, especially in the light of what you just uh, said, you know, in, in this season, how important has prayer become when it become, uh, comes to the process of you uh, creating a project? Oh, yeah, it's big. Like reason being is because if you let him, he'll give you vision, bro. Like God, like in the midst of making a lot of the new music, like, dude, I'd be in the shower like just with him and he'd just be giving me stuff like and so it's huge and not just talking to him but listening like let him speak to you like that's a part of it too so yeah like 
asking him to be in it with you is like huge. It's huge, bro. Like you, like, how you gonna like create like without the creator? You know what I mean? Like, how you gonna like, I don't know, man. Like we have an opportunity to speak to him and like fully and freely. And so if we make art, like we can make free art. So yeah, bro, it's huge. Like to pray. And not, I feel like pray obviously, but more, even more so like praying all the time. Like, like not even this, but like praying all the time, like they say in the word, like, man, like throughout the whole process, being in him, <clears throat> not just being like, God bless this session. Like the whole time, like I'm with you and I'm co-creating with you and I'm here in your spirit as I'm creating, like it hits. I know I told you on Twitter, we went back and forth about how much I love the song different with Tori. And I told you that my wife actually who knows really nothing about music was like, Hey, this sounds like outcast. And you were like, for real? That's what it was supposed to be like. So can you yeah. kind of talk about how you and, and Tori got together to do this and this project that yeah, uh, heck yeah. Is, so, is coming? Yeah. So when I moved to Atlanta, like I just dove in to Outkast and I was like, man, this stuff is really good. And it's crazy because, man, they would stay be spitting real life. Like, like don't know where dude's hearts are at or anything, but like, especially three stacks, like his heart, hearing some of the stuff that he was saying, I'm like, man, like they're speaking the real, but also the sonics of it, it just so catchy and so like, man, it just makes you want to move. It's not like a, it's like they got bars, but they also, they care about like the sound, which is like the big thing for me. I love like the sound, like, and so, yeah, like that's where that started was just me enjoying their music. And then me and Tori are like best friends. And so um, we just been wanting to do a project and we knew that we could like do it. We knew we could like, and we're still work like obviously still trying to figure out the ins and outs, but he came for a week and we just locked in. And that's where we made different and some other records that were just, at the same time, we didn't do a bunch of records cause we was having fun. So. We was like really locking in on that different one. But yeah, like, um, yeah, we were just like so inspired by how different Outcast was. And we, it was so cool because like when we were creating, we like felt that same vibe, but in like a new school way. So we felt like it was like, yeah, just taking that, that same feel and making it feel like us, like not trying to copy the blueprint, but more so paying homage. Cause there's two different, that's two different things. Paying homage and copying like somebody's whole vibe is like two different things. So yeah, like with the other stuff that we'll have, like you'll see like it's consistent, like it's gonna be different and strange to some people, like, but that's okay. Like, to some, and it's been cool getting to play me and his stuff for some people because people are tend to be taken by surprise with like the sonic of it because it sounds like, old head music which is so cool to me i love that lord willing there's more that we'll get to drop in that project like we we don't want to force it so we're trying to like organically go about it and do our own music so it's like trying to finish it Charlie, and we got to get a group name man we, we can't just be holding to where to shine so we got to figure it all out you know i think uh one of the things you talked about earlier that really struck me was um just sort of the ups and downs that you've experienced through covid and the protests and the the craziness of 2020 um, and I think one thing that we all have experienced to varying, varying degrees is that COVID's made it really difficult to focus on work. Um, you know, just 
understanding that people are dying from this and, and just understanding how um, terrible it's, it's, or how terribly it's affecting our communities. But one thing that's interesting, Holvi, is that you dropped about 14 new tracks and two re-releases in 2020 alone. So one of the things we really wanted to ask you was like, has the pandemic actually uh, increased your focus and made you more committed yep. to your craft? Yep, gave me more time because like shows got canceled all the bookings lined up, like anything, inquiries, all that stuff was out the window, no tours. It was just album, like album singles, all that. And then I was locked in my room. Uh, Reach guys gave me some equipment and I just just recorded like all the whole time. So I'm like, I stockpiled and focused and went in and like, yeah, had a vision too, like clear vision on stuff and like, yeah, so I really like low key, like hibernated, as in like I stockpiled everything, and now I can just hibernate on it because it's just, yeah, yeah, a lot of music, a lot of, it was a lot of like intentionality, which was cool too, because it was like I started to find myself at certain points. Like the more I would thrive spiritually, the more that the focus of the music was like would enhance, and it would like start to sound like like heaven. Like I feel like I started to get ideas that. I weren't normal and I was like, man, this is crazy. Like the more we tap into him, like the music just comes out so beautiful. And the music is just music, but it is beautiful that it's an expression of his heart. You could describe the direction you're taking in your music innovation wise. How would you? Yeah. Um, to be honest with y'all, man, like I'd be doing quite about anything, but I've been leaning pop, like a lot of pop type stuff and I guess it's just because like I've always loved like Justin Bieber's music or like uh Charlie Puth like I just post Malone any of that type stuff it just hits me in a way that man like it just hits it just sounds so good um so I've been doing a lot of that to be honest with y'all so like pop music and I got I I, I spit obviously but Y'all even heard it in the, in, in the game. It's like, I just haven't really, I've been rapping, but like God's had me in a place innovation wise where I'm just stretching myself. Like, like I really love melodies. I just love, like, I love music that I can pull from all the influences. So I can take the hip hop influence, but I can like meld it in and make it, make it universal for people. Like, man, cause yeah, man, if, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get one chance. Like, you know, I'm definitely going to keep spitting, but there's, like, a way to do it that's fresh. Yeah, bro, you were singing, though. You was, you were singing. You, you, were, you were singing on the joint, you know I mean? But, uh, no, part of your story is that you dropped out of college to pursue your musical career and singing and rapidly rapping, you know what I mean? Now you're part of the CHH Rockefeller Records, a.k.a. Reach. Do you see yourself yeah, as the Kanye West? of Reach Records and how much bit. of a hand in the actual production portion of the records like do you have like do you like make beats and also do you plan to go back to school to get your degree all right I'll answer the last question first no and then um I'm not going back it's just not where got this is not happening and then uh production wise man like I am I love production and I started off as a producer before I did like I was doing production for myself when I started so I 
I'm like so hands in on production. Um, it's kind of cool because for me, I don't, I let pe people make beats, but I, I like being in the room and like, I just like, sometimes I think they get aggravated, people get aggravated because I'm like, nah, bro, like do this, this sound right here. Like, like I hear it in my head, like you need to trust me, like do this. And so, yeah, kind of like, yeah, y'all can probably tell, like, I do see myself like, like, yay in certain ways creatively where it's just like, I like to go there. You know what I mean? Like, I like to take it there. But at the same time, like, I think I'm me. Like, Kanye leans Kanye, and then Hobie's going to lean Hobie. Like, I, I see, like, I feel like RG is like Kanye in a lot of ways, honestly. Ace Harris is like Kanye. That's who's like Kanye West. Shoot. Yo, hey, listen, if you ever decide to come out with, with some Hobies, I need, a, I need a size 13, though, bro. You know what I mean? Over there, I just want you to know. Spell it like H-U-L-V-E-E-E-E-E-S. You got to put seven E's in there, bro. You seven E's. Seven E's. Size 13. Bet. God lets me do that. Say less. All right. Uh, Hovey, you actually, you briefly mentioned RG, and it's interesting that you bring him up because we really wanted to think about, um, so in the past two or three years, Reach has clearly made a push for signing younger talent. So we've already got you. Uh, one day, few RG who are who's still signed, and then Aha who decided to take his talents off the label. But um, what makes a group of you guys who are younger special, and how do you expand upon what's already been done within CHH? Yeah, um, I think it's just being ourselves, who God made us to be, tapping into like music where music is now. Because yeah, we all four of us have our own ear, and we all love different stuff. And also, we just have more ear for what's going on now. Like, we all, like, really, that's where we're from is this generation. So we're, we came up on the Drakes and the Chief Keefs and the, you know what I mean? Like, just different. Like, a whole other generation. I mean, obviously Kanye and them, but more so, like, the innovators of the new school. Like, you know, and then Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, all that stuff, like, has played an influence. I know on me, like, for sure, but on them, too. Um, yeah. Travis Scott, shoot. So yeah. as a, as a follow-up to that, um, how often do the four of you have conversations about the future of our space? And what are those conversations like if they do have um, I've talked to, like, so, like, I've talked to RG, like, and RG was just always, like, it's funny. He'll just be like, man, like, he's like, man, like, it's going to be big, man. It's going to be big. Like, 2021, like, it's going to touch, like, people are waiting. Which I love that he says people are waiting because he'll he'll follow that up by being like, man, like we have hope, like to give people and like, man, like people are waiting on Jesus and I just I really like love it when he says that it gets me fired up. We talked about that song. Um, trying to think conversations. Yeah, I think I've, the person I really talked to that about specifically is like RG. I don't see few a lot because honestly, getting in and out it's really like a timing thing. Or it's like everybody's just hustling to get their stuff in. Um, but yeah. And then one day, one day is great. I'm trying to think about comp sometimes it's just really not CHH combos. Like it's more so just like, hey, like what are you working on? Or like, you know, like you know what I mean? It's just not always like about the space. But when it is, I've typically like had a couple with RG and it's encouraging to hear. So yeah. Something that's really dope about you is so far this this Holby brand is like ripe with intense visuals and, and music videos. So 
is that part of your vision kind of the the visual aspect of it and how are those all executed head on the nail dude intense visuals is the key i'm very like uh super intentional man i like for this reasons video like we're gonna go all in and like i want to make i'm just tired of performance shots like like don't get me wrong like other sides performance shots but i want to tell a story like i wanted to feel like man like, let's stop standing in front of a gray background and flexing. Like, we don't, we're good. Like, nobody needs that no more. Like, you, people can go do that. But even if it's a fun song, how do we tie in a story? How do we make, how do we have fun? I'm on videos. I, I have videos and I'm on videos that don't really tell much of a story. Do they impact people? Yeah. Do people have fun with them? Yes. But does it maximize somebody's situation and does it help people like for real for real like I, I don't know like so yeah I, I just think like for me I really want to make crazy videos one because they're fun but more so because when you have something to look at it just hits different than just listening to something like man like music can get old but once you can tie a visual to it it just it can give it a new life and it can just touch you in a new way like y'all know that don't waste your life video like it touched so many people like the just like you video it's like deeper than music it's like expressing god's heart in another way like and that's a whole nother type of art like and now I, I love like videos so for me like yeah very intentional about it and i plan on never stopping that for all my stuff it's gonna be always gonna be quality 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 um and telling a story and being engaging with them fans like they're real people because they are one thing you know i'm realizing with you as you speak is that i mean one you articulated but two you want to make sure that you're exemplifying god through everything that you do and you want to give uh, yeah. him that. we better and, yeah mean? i mean yeah <laughs> i mean literally because i mean without him we're nothing um and i can like hear like the love of god in your voice and it sounds like and i'm you know i'm pretty sure you are like, you're in your word you're always in your word you're always praying without ceasing Honestly, so man that's something god's convicting me of like right now that's something god's convicting me of is to read more because for me like i'll spend time with him or be talking to him or praising him but he's been putting on my heart like man you gotta be in that being that truth because i found myself like not reading as much as i should and i realized that when i don't have truth to stand on that mm -hmm. I waver or I don't know how to handle a situation or something. It's because I'm not standing on his truth that he gives me freely. So being honest, man, like I wish I was reading more. Like, I don't want to sit here and just let you like, I appreciate that. But like, Oh no, I, I understand. You know what I mean? Like I just, we all, we, we all there, you know? Yeah. Can you tell us about the, um, you version Bible plan and the curriculum you're working on and like yeah. how that ties into your heat breathing initiative, bro? Yeah, so it's still getting worked on. Um, I, I personally took a little break on it because I just wanted to be from him. And so it's going to match up with the theme of the music and um, it's going to kind of tie into that whole what you inhale and exhale concept. But I just, you know, what I told the team was like, man, I just really want to like do it from his heart. And so I'm just taking my time and I want to be able to really lock in on it because it's not just me. It's a team effort, you know, like something like a Bible plan. It takes a team. and I'm not always the best at like articulating or tying in, but like other people are so they can help me. And so, yeah, I just want to make sure I can really tap in and do it right. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It'll tie in like concepts from the music, but more so really like life stuff from 
most importantly, like remind us that we're connected to him. So I just can't put out a Bible plan like until he's right, like until the spirit like bless me. And I understand that it's a fun thing to do. Like, I feel like it looks really, it looks really cool when that happens. I don't take it lightly. Like I don't take it lightly to like put out truth Mm -hmm. to people, like just throwing it out there. But that's my opinion, but on it. Oh, but I'm really excited about it. Like, I think it's going to be really good. It just needs to be done, like, right. And which is, I, was, I really appreciate Reach for letting me take a pace on it because, yeah, that just means a lot Amen. to me. So. The final thing would be, what What do you got? What do you got for us? You said you had you had a little something-something for us. I, I'm just going to, this like a little plug, a little leak, because I feel like this would be good for the fans to know. So we got the next two singles coming out. We got the one with Lecrae, which is Reasons, and then one with Andy. Um, I'm not going to give the name on that one, but we, I have a song with Andy, and I'm really excited about both. And I also have a track with Dante Bo um, that I'm finishing. I don't know if y'all know him, but from Maverick City Music and all that. So like, be looking for those. Um, really, really excited. Like, all three of them are just songs that I really love. And I think people won't expect them from me, but it'll display my growth and it'll display my lane that I'm trying to take, like in where I'm at. So y'all will be on the lookout for that. And then uh, some other stuff, me and Few are getting one in, me and Few are trying to figure it out. Me and me and Dill have been trying to figure it out. But those be looking out for those tracks that I mentioned because yeah, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really fun. Um, and I'm like, man, I can't keep hiding from people. Like, I don't like being that mysterious guy. Like, people should know, like, man, I'm excited about this. Like, before you said that you scrapped the project, why? Why did you scrap the project and go the we single? We should talk route? about it. We should talk about it. So, we should talk about it. Let's we should talk, talk about, about it. it. I feel like this stuff isn't talked about enough. This is the stuff that people want to hear. So, um, finish the album, right? Like, I literally finished an album, like a full-length album. And we were like, man, it came out so good, too. Like, it was like, man, like, this is crazy. Like, me and Ace were both just really excited. And, like, our bar is, like, classic territory. Like, that's the only way to do an album, in my opinion. And so we got it to where we wanted it, like, for real. Um, we just we just needed a couple more pieces just doing finishing the intro stuff. Then... I'm just gonna give y'all a whole scoop. Like then, uh, that Juice World record came out. Y'all hear that? That Juice World record, the album, the album he, that, they, album he that dropped. they dropped after he passed. Mm-hmm. So there's a record on there called "Come and Go," um, and it's like a rock song. Like it's crazy. And Ace called me, bro. Like he called me. He was like, bro. It's like, man. That record, dude, is, is crazy. He was like, dude, like, I feel like we can make stuff like this good. Like, I feel like we can like go this crazy with it. And I was like, bro, we can. And so he proposed right on the spot the idea. He was like, man, like, I think we could go even further with it. Now, like, I think we, like, basically it was like, so let's scrap what we got. Not scrap, but like, separate. The stuff's still gonna come out, but in single form and stuff. It's like, man, let's just like leak it up. Like, let's just keep going, basically. So it's not technically scrapped, but it's like divided. And we'll figure out what happens. Some of the songs might still see the album, but yeah, like we are pushing for classic. 
like we're pushing for like when you hear it it's like bro like man like i just can't put out i just like 50 cent like his debut album you listen to that it's like bro this like them boys put some time into this like you can just hear it like in the music you know so yeah yeah i'm, I'm going for i'm going for like what god has for me not 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 just my idea of what's good like something that's gonna really rock people like yeah so were any of the the keep breathing tracks from your album oh yeah all three of them? One of them okay dope dope what yo that's wild because i was like i thought whenever you said like classic i heard the three songs and i was like yo man these this is this must be from the new stuff but considering that, that was the old music that's you know that you're going to like push even harder and create even yeah. a better product. So that's, yeah. I thought that was from the new thing already, but to think that that was from the old stuff, bro, you you grinding for real, and I love to see it. A lot, yeah. I just feel like, why not, man? Like, we get one chance. Like, let's go hard, bro. Like, even, like, with what y'all are doing, it's like, man, just go crazy with it. Like, there's no point in settling. Like, we don't have to settle. Now, is there a place when it's like, hey, you need to drop this? Yes. Like, and is it, like, like I said, like to clarify though, those songs will tow most like most definitely see the surface. Like they're already turned in. Like those songs are ready to go. But it's more so like there's so much untapped territory that we haven't tried yet. And it's like, man, like I would hate to never know. I would hate to never try. Like, okay, let's say I don't try. We can just use the album that we made. You know what I mean? I like, like, let's say that we try. And it's like, dang, like, this isn't what we thought. Cool. If we have a project that feels so good and so full of him. So it's like, man, that's the exciting part is when we get to it, you have options. Like you can choose what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like when, when you, when you're not really working as hard as you can, all you have is like your one thing. And it's like, this is my one thing. It's like, man, what if your one thing doesn't work? Like, what if your one thing, like, what if you settled down for that and you had like 40 other things to go walk into and, and maximize as well, you know? So that's how I feel. I just feel like it's like keep hitting people upside the head with it until it's like, man, what else can we do? Like, you know what I mean? All right, man. Thank you so much, dude. Really appreciate you. You, you came on here. You killed it. You gave us more than we asked for, which doesn't happen often. Dude, so, I love like this stuff. That. Like, that's what's funny is like with the freestyles, I used to be all about that. And now it's so funny. I feel like as time goes on, it's like, you want to talk about the, the content. Like I'm like, man, let's talk about what's going on. Like that gets me going. Like I love talking about the the art like that. That just hits different. Yeah. yeah. You, that, that was the whole point of this, you know, pen game. one. Like we're, we're examining the pen. Like we're, we're going to, we're going to dive deep into it. Hey, man. Guys, thank y'all for real. Uh, it was cool. Just, man, I feel like it was just a joy-filled conversation. Like that, yeah. man, that was fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll do fun. it again. We'll do it again sometime. Oh, we will. And this, next time, y'all gonna have, y'all gonna have, it's gonna be more music out, so. Okay, dope. Yeah. We'll, we'll run yeah. it back. You'll become the, the first, the first, second time guest on the show. Let's do it. I'm you'll excited. Be teaching Pen Game 102. You're the. You'll be the next class. Let's call it that. Let's 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 do it. That could be. I guess that's season. Maybe too. next time we can do it in person. Whenever okay. COVID. Okay. Let's do it, bro. Thank you so much, bro. I'll I'll, I'll talk to you later. We'll we'll send you everything. I'll, send me that track, and I, I'll send you the episode when it's done. Say less. All right, y'all. All right.
All right, so that was Holvey. Holvey was super awesome and genuine, uh, just like just like he was when I met him in Atlanta, as he referenced. He's still exactly the same person, just with a lot more clout, and he will never let you know it. So, guys, uh, let let's kick it around. What did what did you think about about this episode and Holvey and and the games and and the breakdown? So, I think the thing that's very just clear is just man, that dude is so genuine. He's so optimistic. I don't know if I've met someone recently who just made you feel good to be in his zoom presence more than Holby. But um, yeah, he also, he killed the games, which was surprising because those games uh, are things that are killing people a lot of the time. Um, but man, he just, he really, uh, I think he's a really special dude. And I think uh, I'm really excited about what he's got going on moving forward. Oh uh, yeah. Like he's, he's after God's own heart. Like, like you can tell that he takes his music and his anointing seriously. And like you said, like his his answers, like like you said, you you gave us more. He gave us a lot more than we were asking. Like he didn't just answer a question at face value. He dived into it and talked about it. And he's willing to open his heart to people, and that's rare because even if they are a musician, sometimes they just don't want to talk about stuff like that. Yo, so I feel like I mean, Hovey is a, a very nice young man. Um, very nice. You know, if I had a daughter, I would you know ask him to date her possibly. Um, but yeah, man, I, I felt like the dude that I'm saying the the brother's uh heart was on display today. Like even even when Fred was like, you know, his uh he was asking him the questions and it was like, hey, you know, for real, hey bro, real talk. I'm I'm not really in my word more, and that's something that the Lord is convicting me with. Like he could have just skimmed over and just let it be like something that was just hitting, like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna let you think how you want. He was like, nah, you know, I, I have to flaw it and I wanna lay it out. I'm saying before you asked, I want to be 100% honest. And that in itself uh, encourages other young people that's like him to be honest. Um, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, as one thing, especially being an older dude, you know what I'm saying a lot of artists, they, they, they hide, they cover up for the fear of what their fan bases will think, for the fear of losing uh, notoriety or whatever else. But he's like, yo, this, this is, I have one chance, one shot, this is one life, and I, and I want to be as transparent as possible while encouraging others to go forward. So beyond the music, the music was saucy, you know what I'm saying? Sriracha was all over the joint. I had some picante. I had somebody pass me the high 57. It was on there, you know what I'm saying? But... Um, Here's his heart, you know what I'm saying? His transparency, um, that his love for the Lord was fully on, on display. And I really, really liked that young guy. He was really nice, you know, especially with that new haircut. You know what I'm saying? I approve 100%. So that was Pen Game 101 with Hulvey. We ran the gauntlet of the Keep Breathing initiative. Thank you all so much for watching and seeing this whole thing with us. My panelists, Elijah, Cutright, Freddie. Shout out to Luke, who's, who's here with us in spirit. But uh, this was dope. Thank you, Holby, so much for joining us. And as always, tune in. Let us know what you liked. Let us know what you didn't like. If you want, drop some words for the freestyle in the comment or, or just different ideas. We'd, we'd love to hear them. And, and that's it. Tune in next time. Peace. Yeah. Check the pink game. Check the pink game. Got your favorite rappers going insane. Then we run the gauntlet like the end game. So what you waiting for? Check the pink game.